Care has the power to bring kindness where it's needed. It brings out the best in every one of us. It doesn't just see people. It takes time to understand them. It puts the needs of others ahead of its own. And when you start with care, you end up with a very different kind of bank. Truist. Truist Bank, member FDIC. Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the AdiZero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. You're listening to Wellness Talk with your host, George Batista. This is Wellness Talk. Glad you could make me a part of your day and hope you're having a uh, happy and healthy week. And as always, Wellness Talk is a show that goes over the latest in health and healing, nutrition, fitness, and all we can do to help uh, live a long, happy, and healthy life. We give you some tips uh, as best we can here, and we learn something as well. Okay, uh, This show is for educational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illnesses. So always consult your physician when uh, wanting to make major changes in health or embark on any new health programs. This week, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to do a little bit more of a classroom on the air as well this week. Uh, I do that from time to time where I take one topic uh, that I think is relevant and I just kind of break that topic down uh, to my thoughts and my ideas and suggestions as well as things that I've learned throughout the years and kind of you know just give you guys some tips and ideas that, and, and how you guys can apply it to your life and family and friends and things like that so hopefully uh, you guys can learn some stuff uh, as well as I'm always learning uh, and continuing to learn and I, and I love to do it so um, this week because it's a new year and uh, one of the biggest questions I get uh, regularly as I'm helping people and I'm dealing uh, you know helping clients and just helping people in general even in my own family one of the biggest questions I get is especially for the new year because people are obviously making their resolutions uh, is how can I lose weight and how can I do it in a healthy way now it's funny because you, you think about it the you know, you don't get the one of the, the questions that I see for the most part um, is more weight loss than anything else. 
you don't get as many questions, uh, people asking as many questions as, how do I stay healthy? <laughs> you know, it's more of like, well, I got to lose weight now for the new year, and I want to look good by the summer, and I want to do it in a healthy way, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I tend to get those questions. So I figured for the new year, I would do kind of a little bit more of a weight loss class and my ideas on this whole thing, which sometimes may be unconventional, and you'll kind of see why. But um, uh, any of you who are struggling, but not only with weight loss, but also with uh, problems that ha that are brought on by weight gain. So for whether it's if you're dealing with diabetes, if you're dealing with fibromyalgia, if you're dealing with uh, uh, you know high blood pressure, or triglycerides, cholesterol, all those types of things, um, all those can also be helped by some of the tips that I'm going to give you today, and they all relate to losing weight in general healthy so so it, it's kind of an all-encompassing thing it's not just specifically weight loss but I'm gonna to focus today on healthy weight loss and what we call metabolic fitness which is a word that um, you don't hear about a lot except if you're dealing with more of like nutritionists and dietitians and things like that but so I'm gonna go over that and again you know feel free to help you know tell your friends and family about this and hopefully some of them if they're dealing with weight issues and and those health issues they can you know listen to this hopefully get some tips out of this so so that's what we're gonna do today so and I'm gonna do this in terms of uh, just doing it and dealing with it in the healthiest way possible this is not gonna be about calorie manipulation schemes and weighing your food and and uh, you know doing all these types of things this is gonna be more of a simple process where you can take some basic principles and just add it to your life. So that's that's my idea for this class today. Um, so let's talk about it first of all. Let's talk about the nature of weight loss and and uh, you know obviously we know that there are so many. I mean, we, there's a thousand diets out there. If there's you know, and you have your more popular ones, the Jenny Craig's and the Weight Watchers and the you know, we had the Atkins diet, which was a big craze, uh, you know, way back in the 90s. And so, and it is, you know, there's diet pills and weight loss pills, and they're endless. You know, and there's more information we have on weight loss now than there's ever been before. But yet, we're the most obese country in the world. Obesity is, is an epidemic. And, um, and the diseases related to obesity are epidemics now. But yet, there's more information out there than there's ever been before. So it's kind of, it, it doesn't make sense if you really think about it. But so let's talk about, you know, my ideas about this and 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 what we can do now. First of all, let's understand a few things about, uh, you know, about your body, metabolic fitness, and how this all plays into that. Okay. Um, a lot of people they don't. A lot of people fail. First of all, in diets okay because number for many reasons number one because they're doing the diet short term okay so we're going to address a short term issue right number one which uh, the type of diet that that I promote is not a diet it's a lifestyle okay so it's something that has to be simple and you have to be able to do it on a long term basis and it can't be so complicated that uh that you know you just can't do it Okay, and a lot again, a lot of these fitness 
uh, or a lot of these diets out there are way too complicated. And a lot of people come to me and they tell me, oh, I have to do this and I have to manipulate this and I have to weigh it and I have to write everything down and everything has to be to the letter and to the number. And to the... It, that's, that's too much work for me. Too, way too much work. I'm a simple guy. I want things to be as simple as possible where I can just take it and run with it. And, and I think a lot of people you know, will stay on their lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle, if they can see it being simple. Okay, so that's that's the big that's one of the big things. Okay, um, another thing is that um, it has to address health concerns. So it has to address not only losing weight, but it's got to address all those health concerns that I that I talked about in the beginning of the show. All right, and um, it's got to be you know it's got to be easy easy enough to explain to somebody else as well. Okay, if you want to help a friend or family member to do it as well. Okay. So those are the things that I address when I talk to people about this. And I, like I said, I approach it as a lifestyle. Now let's talk about the training of your body in metabolic fitness. When we talk about metabolic fitness, we're talking about what your body does with the calories that you ingest. Okay, That's one of the big things out there right now. Okay, um, So for example, um, your fat... <laughs> For example, your white adipose tissue, and a lot of people don't realize this. Your fat, whether whether you've got a lot of it or a little bit, your fat is not a static thing. So, for example, you know they used to think that your fat stores were just they just sit there and they don't do anything. You know they just you know they expand in size, okay? But that's pretty much it. That's you know in the old days that's what they thought about it. But they they're not now they they've realized throughout the years is that your fat is constantly being broken down it's being repackaged it's being it's being manipulated it's it's growing in size it's shrinking in size um, so there's a lot of things that are going on in your fat also your fat now we know okay releases um, hormones it releases leptin it releases a diponectin it releases things to help your to keep your blood sugar in check it releases things to help you to keep your um, your hunger um, you know your your energy stores your uh, your hunger um, keep it at a certain level okay so so it does that but your fat is also communicating your fat also you, you have to remember that if your fat is swelling in size there's um, it's 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 activating immune cells that go into it that that actually help to try to keep it in check okay so there's a lot of things going on with your fat it's not just sitting there and and that's one of the big things you need to understand now you have to create uh, an environment of metabolic efficiency to the point where your your fat not only has a place to go but it's not being repackaged and Put back into fat stores, but it's being used properly by your body for energy, being broken down, being and 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 uh, and then you have to kind of um, retrain your body to do it. So so what people don't understand is you train your body what to do with the calories that you ingest by the lifestyle that you lead. Again, let me say that again: you train your body on what to do with the calories that you ingest by the lifestyle and the habits and the things and the and the lifestyle that you lead okay that's what you do so for example if you're eating tons of carbohydrates and tons of and you're leading a sedentary lifestyle 
and you know processed foods and sugars and all that all these types of activities or these things uh, this type of lifestyle you are basically training your body to store fat to um, to promote insulin resistance you're training your body to 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 get yourself into a storage mode because of the overconsumption of these high calorie and these processed foods okay it's very simple okay now you have the mantra of eat you know eat less and exercise more and yeah that's all well and good but it's that's too that's too second grade we need to get, we need to get into a little bit more of of an understanding of how this process works and and uh, you know I can get very very complicated and technical about this but I'm going to try to keep this as simple as possible because I only have a certain amount of time to do it so so uh, but when you do when you train your body on what to do with your calories you're creating a metabolic fitness this way your body gets used to how you live your lifestyle okay so that's that's essentially what we're looking at and if your body gets used to how you're living your lifestyle and what to do with the calories then you're gonna start to see differences in issues that you may be dealing with whether it's high blood pressure whether it's um, you know cholesterol triglycerides all those types of things right so that's that's how it has to work okay that you you have to create a metabolic efficiency now what's going to influence what you do with your calories what's going to influence how you look what's going to influence uh, how much weight you lose how fast you lose it how much weight you gain how fast you gain it well uh, the biggest influences are going to be genetics obviously okay because we all know that there are different body types we know we you know we all know we have people with the larger body types we all know we have the skinny guys like myself who uh, it takes a lot more for me to gain weight than it is to lose weight. Um, you know, I'm, I come from, from a very thin family, so I'm, not, I'm the type of guy that I can intake a lot of calories and they get burned very quickly. But then you have people who are bigger sizes and, uh, you know, who are just, they have that genetic dealing of the deck where when they take in calories, just, it's, it's, their, their metabolisms are a lot slower and so on. So they have to do a lot more to deal with those calories okay it is what it is alright now uh, you know so that that's just something you have to understand that genetics is gonna play a huge part in this okay but also you have to understand your lifestyle is gonna play a bigger part in this why because your lifestyle and how you live your life in general is going to is going to also help in the genetics point of view so for example yes you have a certain genetic set point but you are also activating gene switches by how you live your life to create those metabolic efficiencies okay so you are still turning so even though there are a certain amount of gen, uh, genes that get turned on and off okay that's that's true I mean there's I'm mean, sorry there's a certain amount of genes that you are that are set with okay so for example your body type endomorphs mesomorphs all those types of things but within that okay how you look and what your body does with the calories within that body type is going to be manipulated by how you live okay so there are other there's a main switch and then there's other switches that you can turn on by how you live so so understand that okay those are all gonna play into it so let's look at a couple of principles that I promote to people how to affect their metabolic efficiencies now I'm gonna go over some basic principles 
that you can look at. Um, and again, you you have to kind of uh, work with it within your within your uh, schedules, within your um, your meals and how you eat and when you eat. But just understand that what you eat is just as important as when you eat and when you eat is just as important as what you eat okay how you eat it is also important it's not just about eating the good foods you have to eat the good foods no matter what that we know that but when you eat it and and how you eat it is just as important now you have you have fitness people nutritionists and 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 those type out there who are telling people uh to eat six meals a day to to keep their blood sugars uh high <laughs> okay now you know i don't necessarily agree with this i agree with this in certain aspects for, for example hypoglycemics who have a problem with blood sugar okay i can understand that bodybuilders who are training extremely hard for you know for certain things and athletes who are training specifically who need a higher in uh intake of calories a very very high uh, intake of calories I could understand that because they need more calories than they could take in at just one meal or maybe two or three meals a day. I could understand that. But to give this advice to normal people, healthy people who want to stay healthy or people who want to lose weight, to me is ridiculous. Okay, This is the perfect way to throw somebody into insulin resistance right away. Okay, Why in the world would you want to keep a person's blood sugar constantly elevated if they don't have a problem with blood sugar in general in the first place? This is the way to give them a problem <laughs> with blood sugar. This is where this is where it boggles my mind how they would how they would promote this to everyone. So this is where uh, you know uh, this is where my ideas of this come in, and other nutritionists have these similar ideas, and people are kind of coming around to this. You need to create energy in your body. You need to create a way where your blood where your body can use the calories, and then your body can burn fat. Now, what is the ideal times for your body to burn fat in between meals, okay, and at bedtime? Okay, now we're assuming that you're exercising, okay, so let's keep that in mind. We're going to assume that you're already on an exercise program because that should go without saying. So, when you eat your meal, okay, you're, you're, you have to remember your blood sugar goes up. Th roughly three hours later, blood sugar comes back down, okay, then your body has to maintain a stable blood sugar after the meal is digested right so let's say around hour four or five after you've ingested the meal your your companion hormone glucagon will will basically tell your liver to to start to release the stored sugar that it has on board to start burning for fuel to keep your blood sugar normal okay so this is where you start to get into burning sugar burning fat Okay. Now, also, when you're sleeping, your body has to do this as well because you burn you burn a certain amount of fat when you're sleeping, okay, and a certain amount of sugar when you're sleeping. So, one of the first principles that I believe in is do not eat right before you go to bed. You have you want to leave a certain amount of time before you go to bed. Okay, this is one of the hardest things for people to do right off the bat because they tend to they tend to snack right before they go to bed. Okay, so this is where you get into your problems. You want to leave space before you, uh, you know, before you go to bed. Okay, why? Because your you will start to release the blood sugar that you have stored in the liver. Number one, to keep your blood sugar elevated, your body has to keep your blood sugar stable, or you and and your glucose levels and everything stable. Okay, so 
it will start to release that. Your, but throughout the night, your body will start to burn fat. Because you have to remember, your primary, primary, uh, primary fasting phase is at night when you're sleeping. You're not eating. Okay, So your body has to do your metabolic repair. Your body has to repair all the symptoms, the, the, the systems. Your body has to get rid of the junk. And your body starts to burn fat. This is why you weigh yourself in the morning because you're at your lightest in the morning, especially like, let's say, a Monday morning because most people eat more during the weekends anyway. But this is where you want to get to bat the fat burning. So if you've done a good exercise program, you've eaten your meal at night, leave your space roughly two to three hours at least before you go to bed and let your body start to, fur to burn the fat throughout, throughout the night because your body will start to burn, 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 burn as you get into the morning. As you get up in the morning, okay, your obviously your cortisol will be at the highest because it's got to wake your body up. But now, if you exercise in the morning, okay, this is one of the best things to do. Okay, now not everybody can do it, but if you can do, if you can exercise even if it's for two or three minutes in the morning, what you're doing is not only you're turning on, uh, you're you're turning on gene switches in the morning. Okay, that that help to that help to you know uh, to help to burn fat, but you are also setting your metabolic pace for the rest of the day. Now, so you, you know the best time would be in the morning if you can get yourself even if, even if it's two to three minutes, even if it's five minutes, get yourself into a um, a high intensity exercise, push-ups, sit-ups, jumping jacks, whatever. But you want to do it to create you you want to do it to trick your body to crew, uh, to get your body into a high state of adrenaline basically because your body's going to going uh, to going to take that state and is going to start to burn as the day goes along then you want to you want to get a, a uh, uh, you want to eat breakfast and your breast breakfast should contain a good amount of protein okay why do you want protein at breakfast? Reason why you want protein at breakfast is because that's going to set your metabolic. It's going to help to set your metabolic pace, and keep it and keep it uh, running for the next, you know, let's say six hours. So, for example, your your liver has to do a lot more to break break down protein than it does to break down carbohydrates. So your liver has to take them apart and you have to put them back together. There's a lot of work involved. This sets that metabolic tone. So you want to have a good amount of protein in the morning. My suggestion would be protein breakfast, uh, you know, a protein drink, maybe whey protein. If you if you know if, if you're on the go, a whey protein shake is excellent for this. Okay, um, but whatever protein you like. If it's not a whey protein shake, um, you know, get some organic eggs in the morning are great for that. Uh, something like that, or you know, uh, if you're into if you're into meat, turkey sausages, turkey bacon, stuff like that, try to get them organic if at all possible. But that's what you want to do in the morning. Okay. Another suggestion with with that would be high fiber. If you can get yourself a fiber, and I and I went over my recipe for my morning shake, but get yourself some fiber and throw it in there if you can do that. Okay. But those that would be my suggestion because the fiber is also going to help to start to. Uh, you know, give you some of the detoxification to keep your body running optimally and to keep your system and your plumbing running optimally. That's what the fiber is going to help you do. Okay. Now, uh, if you're not if you're not using a um, 
you know, let's say a powdered fiber, use some fruit. Fruit is great to give you some fiber in the morning. You can take your fruit along with your protein shake in the morning or, or, or along with your eggs. But not only, not only is the fiber going to help you, but it's also going to help you slow down any kind of spikes in blood sugar if you're having any carbohydrates in the morning as well. So protein in the morning, very, very, very important. Okay, You want to have at least three meals a day, or if not four meals a day is fine, but keep them spread out. Okay, Maybe four meals, four hours apart something like that but you want to have at least three solid meals a day and you know make them good meals okay uh, my suggestion would be 50 50 approach would be um, you know 50 50 carbohydrates to protein something like that try to have some fiber in each meal if you can because again the fiber is not only going to help you in general with detoxification and, and digestion but it's also going to help if you are having uh, you know a high glycemic um, carbohydrate, the fiber is going to help slow the rate at which the blood sugar gets spiked when you eat the uh, carbohydrate. Okay, so that's going to be important. So, again, something with uh, vegetables, if at all possible, a protein, a good solid protein, and a carb. Okay, good solid meal for your, you know, let's say for your lunch and your dinner. Okay, now. A lot of people ask me about carbohydrates. So should I lower my carbohydrates? Well, if you want to kick your weight loss into gear, uh, yes, you can lower your carbohydrates, but do not eliminate them. Okay, you can lower them uh, to a certain point, but again, do not eliminate them. Why? Because you need carbohydrates. Your body does need carbohydrates for energy. Remember, your body runs on glucose. So if you eliminate your carbohydrates right away and keep it into a high protein, uh, you know, your proteins, you know, high protein meals, basically, what's going to happen is you're, you're going to start dehydrating your muscles. You're going to start to uh, mess up your electrolyte imbalance, uh, your electrolyte balance in general. And, um, you know, you're going to start having problems with muscle cramps, especially if you're exercising. So you need those carbohydrates. But if you lower your carbohydrates, you're going to get a diuretic effect. So you're going to start to see weight loss, you know, pretty rapidly. Uh, but then that's going to stop within the first, you know, couple of weeks because what your body does is once it starts to low, once your weight starts to lower, okay, um, your body gets back to a set point where it starts to adjust to the calories that you're putting in. Because remember, your body now has to deal with, uh, has to think, oh my God, there's less calories coming in. And if your body is dealing with less calories, what it's going to do, it's going to start to adjust itself to say, okay, there's less calories coming in, so we have to start to slow down metabolism. Because remember, your body's number one job is to survive. So your body's going to start to slow down its metabolism to start to adjust to less, car to less calories coming in. This is why your weight loss tends to start to stall sometimes in week two or three. And again, it's different for everybody. You know, there's a lot of variables within this. I'm just giving you, giving you general principles. But your body starts to um, adjust to that, okay? So this is where you have to start to make your adjustments, all right? So as your body starts to slow down and your metabolism starts to slow down, this is where you can start to trick your body, uh, exercise, you know, maybe higher higher intensity exercise a little bit more. Okay, um, this is where you um, can start to um, trick your body with um, 
if you want to do maybe a, a, a one meal fast for example maybe in uh, in the afternoon instead of having a meal you can have a protein shake in the afternoon instead and and to, just to kind of get your body kind of kick it into gear and, and to you know help it with the weight loss now what are the potential problems that can happen when you're losing weight that can stop you also it's not just the adjustment period it's also your your body if you if you're if you're a very toxic person for example if you have a lot of um, toxic buildup because you gotta remember your fat also your fat will also hold uh, your toxins so it doesn't get into your bloodstream if you start to losing if you start to lose weight your body sometimes will hold on to those toxins because it does not want it to release it into the bloodstream that can also help to prevent your weight loss uh, so what you want to do is to have higher fiber and I suggest you know 40 grams to even 50 grams of fiber per day if at all possible because that fiber is going to start to help if, if there is toxins in your system to help to bind down to those toxins to help to secrete them out of your body so it's very fiber is very important to this whole matrix okay so toxins toxins are going to be one of the things that that um, you know has a lot to do with stopping or impeding your weight loss okay another thing is digestive uh, bacteria if you have an issue with digestive bacteria um, for example that's another thing you know so make sure that you you know getting enough probiotics making sure that you that you're not having issues with gut issues because gut issues are going to also uh, play a role into you know you're, you're not losing weight as fast okay so basic principles exercise okay very very important in the morning two to you know anywhere from two minutes to ten minutes in the morning high intensity if at all possible okay um, do not eat right before bed leave that space very very important okay eat three meals a day or at the most four meals a day try to keep them in balance okay um, you want to try to get some vegetables on your plate if at all possible uh, or at least some fiber okay um, high fiber diet very very important get as much fiber in you as possible okay low you can lower your carbohydrates but do not eliminate them you just want to lower them a bit alright if you wanna get to that point okay next very important principle take some antioxidants okay get yourself a multivitamin get yourself some antioxidants why because also when you are losing weight or and when you're overweight as well you are you deplete your antioxidants when you exercise you deplete antioxidants when you're overweight you deplete antioxidants alright you want to make sure you're keeping your antioxidants in check because your body uses them up for activities okay there's depletions in in, in many antioxidants vitamin E um, your 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 omega-3 fats your you know whatever it is your you wanna make sure vitamin C or vitamin A all these things are very very important in this. so get yourself on a regimen of antibiotics my suggestion would be a good multivitamin and a good antioxidant formula and there's plenty of of um, of companies that have great antioxidants uh, formulas out there that are safe 
and that will work with your, uh, you know, work well with your metabolism to help keep your antioxidants up. But it's very important. And again, I always talk about it. Remember, exercise in in and of itself is inflammatory in, in general, and it depletes antioxidants. So you want to have those, and you want to have those um, on a regular basis. Okay. So those are basic principles that you can use. And again, there's a lot more to this. I'm just going over some general basic principles. Uh, but these are going to assist you um, into, into getting the process of weight loss started. Now, if you do these things, okay, um, then what you're, what's going to happen is you're going to start to see, you know, if you're dealing with any other kind of blood, blood issue, blood sugar issues, um, or other issues like, um, you know, high blood pressure and, and, you know, all those other types of issues, you may start to see an improvement of that. Okay, because now you're eating in harmony with how your body releases its hormones. You have to remember that your blood sugar goes up and then it comes down. You have to give your t- body time for the blood sugar to go down and keep the blood sugar down so your body can start burning fat. Your body cannot burn fat while your blood sugar is high. It cannot do both at the same time. Because when your blood sugar goes up after a meal, it goes into storage mode right away. So your blood sugar needs to be low while while your so your body can burn its fat. Okay, you want to eat in harmony with leptin. Leptin is, gives you your full signal. Okay, so when you're eating your food, make sure that your uh, once you get your full signal, you stop eating. Okay, once you get uh, any little bit of a full signal, stop eating. Even if there's food on your plate. You can always finish it later on, or you could always, you know, it's it's more important for you to stop eating and not overeat at that point, because we know we like to finish our food, especially when we're in social celebration. But it's more important for you to stop eating and let your body, let your body say, okay, we have enough nutrients on hand, because that's what leptin does. It tells your brain you have enough nutrients on hand, so it can give you that full signal, so you can stop. Most people that are leptin resistant and that are overweight are eating way past their full signal okay so those are the basic principles again there's a lot more but those are just basics um, to help you you know I, I tried to throw in as much as possible in here and I I, 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 um, I encourage you guys to listen to this over and over again because I know there's a lot of information here but listen to this over and over again and you, you can kinda see you know, and just kind of break it down to what's relevant for you, okay? Um, obviously, if I was working with you one-on-one, I, you know, do a general protocol and I break down an e, you know, very simple protocol that you can follow week by week. Uh, but this is just some general guidelines that you can use. There's a lot more information out there, but just just some general principles that you guys can use for for effective, healthy weight loss uh, combined with exercise that can help you in general, okay? So, um, if you have any questions, again, go to georgebatista.com and feel free to ask, you know, any questions. Uh, and I'm, I'm always looking forward to speaking with you guys. So, again, uh, thanks for being uh, with me this week. Until next week, uh, everybody, enjoy yourselves, eat well, and as always, be well.
I'm Katie Grossman, the ultramarathon runner sponsored by New Balance. I'm also a creative professional, wife, and mom. Life has gotten crazy, especially after battling a tumor, but running still improves my life, both physically and mentally. Go beyond the run at newbalance.com. Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the AdiZero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today.